Today is the 11th day of October, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. Lord, open our lips, and your mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. Come, let us adore him. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Know this, the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us, and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and call upon his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his faithfulness endures from age to age. Psalms for the Eleventh Day Evening Prayer Psalms 59, 60, 61 Rescue me from my enemies, O God. Protect me from those who rise up against me. Rescue me from evildoers and save me from those who thirst for my blood. See how they lie in wait for my life, how they might gather together against me not for any offense or fault of my own, O Lord. Not because of any guilt of mine, they run and prepare themselves for battle. Rouse yourself and come to my side and see. For you, Lord God of hosts, are Israel's God. Awake and punish all the ungodly. Show no mercy to those who are faithless and evil. They go to and fro for the evening. They snarl like dogs and run about the city. Behold, they boast of their mouths, and taunts are on their lips, for who, they say, will hear us? But you, O Lord, you laugh at them. You laugh at all the ungodly to scorn. My eyes are fixed on you, O my strength. For you, O God, are my stronghold. My merciful God comes to meet me. God will let me look in triumph on my enemies. Slay them, O God, lest my people forget. Send them reeling by your might and put them down, O Lord, our shield. For the sins of their mouths, for the words of their lips, for the cursing and lies that they utter, let them be caught in their pride. Make an evil of them in your wrath. Make an end of them, and they shall be no more. Let everyone know our God rules in Jacob and to the ends of the earth. They go to and fro in the evening. They snarl like dogs and run about the city. They forage for food, and they are not filled. They howl. For my part, I will sing of your strength. I will celebrate your love in the morning. For you have become my stronghold, a refuge in the day of my trouble. To you, O my strength, will I sing. 
for you, O God, are my stronghold and my merciful God. O God, you have cast us off and broken us. You have been angry. Oh, take us back to you again. You have shaken the earth and split it open. Repair the cracks in it, for it totters. You have made your people no hardship. You have given us wine that makes us stagger. You have set up a banner for those who fear you to be a refuge for the power of the bow. Save us by your right hand and answer us that those who are dear to you may be delivered. God spoke from his holy place and said, I will exalt and parcel out Shechem. I will divide the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine and Manasseh is mine. Ephraim is my helmet and Judah my scepter. Moab is my wash basin and Edom I throw down my sandal to claim it. And over Philistia will I shout in triumph. Who will lead me into the strong city? Who will bring me into Edom? Have you not cast us off, O God? You no longer go out, O God, with our enemies. Grant us your help against the enemy, for vain is the help of man. With God we will do valiant deeds, and he shall tread our enemies underfoot. Hear my cry, O God, and listen to my prayer. I call upon you from the ends of the earth with heaviness in my heart. Set me upon the rock that is higher than I. For you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the enemy. I will dwell in your house forever, and I will take refuge on the cover of your wings. For you, O God, have heard my vows. You have granted me the heritage of those who fear your name. Add length of days to the king's life. Let his years extend over many generations. Let him sit enthroned before God forever. Bid love and faithfulness watch over him. So will I always sing the praise of your name, and day by day I will fulfill my vows. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 26, beginning at the 24th verse. While Paul was making this defense, Festus exclaimed, You are out of your mind, Paul. Too much learning is driving you insane. But Paul said, I am not out of my mind, most excellent Festus. I am speaking the sober truth. Indeed, the king knows about these things, and to him I speak freely. For I am certain that none of these things have escaped his notice. For this was not done in a corner, King Agrippa. Do you believe the prophets? I know that you believe. Agrippa said to Paul, Are you so quickly persuading me to become a Christian? Paul replied, Whether quickly or not, I pray to God that not only you, but also all who are listening to me today might become such as I am, except 
for these in chains. Then the king got up, and with him the governor and Bernice and those who had been seated with him. And as they were leaving, they said to one another, This man is doing nothing to deserve death or imprisonment. Agrippa said to Festus, This man could have set free if he had not appealed to the emperor. When it was decided that we were to sail for Italy, they transferred Paul and some other prisoners to the centurion and Augustan cohort named Julius. Embarking a ship of Adoratium that was about to set sail for the ports along the coast of Asia, we put to sea, accompanied by Articus, a Macedonian from Thessalonica. The next day we put in at Sidon, and Julius treated Paul kindly and allowed him to go to his friends to be cared for. Putting out to sea from there, we sailed under the lee of Cyprus, because the winds were against us. After we had sailed across the sea that is off Sicilia and Pamphylia, we came to Myra and Lycia. There the centurion found an Alexandrian ship bound for Italy and put us on board. We sailed slowly for a number of days and arrived with difficulty off Snidus. And as the wind was against us, we sailed under the lee of Crete off Salon. Sailing past it was difficulty. We came to a place called Fair Havens, near the city of Lycia. Surely it is God who saves me. I will trust in him and not be afraid. For the Lord is my stronghold and my sure defense, and he will be my Savior. Therefore you shall draw water with rejoicing from the springs of salvation. And on that day you shall say, Give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Make his deeds known among the peoples. See that they remember that his name is exalted. Sing the praises of the Lord, for he has done great things, and his is known in all the world. Cry aloud, inhabitants of Zion. Ring out your joy. For the Great One in the midst of you is the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 8, beginning at the 40th verse. When Jesus returned, the crowd welcomed him, for they were all waiting for him. Just then there came a man named Jairus, a leader of the synagogue. He fell at Jesus' feet and begged him to come to his house, for he had an only daughter, about twelve years old, who was dying. As he went, the crowds pressed in on him. Now there was a woman who had been suffering from hemorrhages for twelve years, and though she had spent all that she had on the physicians, no one could cure her. She came up behind him and touched the fringe of his clothes, and immediately her hemorrhage stopped. Then Jesus asked, Who touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowd surrounds you and press in on you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me, for I noticed that the power had gone out of me. When the woman saw that she could not remain hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him, she declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him, now she had been immediately healed. 
He said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. While he was still speaking, someone came from the leader's house to say, Your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher any longer. When Jesus heard this, he replied, Do not fear. Only believe, and she will be saved. When he came to the house, he did not allow anyone to enter with him, except Peter, John, and James, and the child's father and mother. They were all weeping and wailing for her. But he said to her, Do not weep, for she is not dead but sleeping. And they laughed at him, knowing that she was dead. But he took her hand, called out, Child, get up. Her spirit returned, and she got up at once. Then he directed them to give her something to eat. Her parents were astounded, but he ordered them to tell no one what had happened. O ruler of the universe, Lord God, great deeds are they that you have done, surpassing human understanding. Your ways are ways of righteousness and truth, O king of all the ages. Who can fail to do you homage, Lord, and sing the praises of your name? For you only are the Holy One. All nations will draw near and fall down before you, because your just and holy works have been revealed. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading for the Tuesday, following Proper 23. This week's reflections are taken from Mother Teresa in my own words compiled by Jose Luis gonzalez Bolado and shared with you by Betsy Foreknowens. These include direct quotes, stories, and prayers on various topics that Mother Teresa used to strengthen and inspire the poor, the dying, the suffering, and the doubting during her lifetime, which remain relevant today. Today's topic, love. The less we have, the more we give. <laughs> Seems absurd, but it's the logic of love. God has created us, so we do small things with great love. I believe in that great love that comes, or should come, from our heart, should start at home with my family, my neighbors across the street, those right next door. And this love should then reach everyone. God pays attention to our love. Not one of us is indispensable. God has the means to do all things and to do away with the work of the most capable human being. We can work until we drop. We can work excessively. If what we do is not connected to love, however, our work is useless in God's eyes. 
It is very compelling that before Jesus explained God's words, before he explained the Beatitudes to the crowd, he felt compassion for them and fed them. Matthew 5. Only after they were fed did he start to teach them. True love causes pain. Jesus, in order to give us the proof of his love, died on the cross. A mother, in order to give birth to her baby, has to suffer. If you really love one another, you will not be able to avoid making sacrifices. Today, countries are concentrating too much on efforts and means to defend their borders. Yet, these countries know so little about the poverty and suffering that make the human beings who live inside such borders feel so lonely. If instead, they would worry about giving these defenseless beings some food, some shelter, some health care, some clothes... It is undeniable that the world would be a more peaceful, loving, and happy place to live. And finally, good works are links that form a chain of love. Here ends the readings for today. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, and suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Save your people, O Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Lord, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope. 
and we shall never hope in vain. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace, that having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when the night comes, rejoice to give you thanks through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Gracious Father, we pray for your holy church. Fill it with all truth, and in all truth with all peace. Where it is corrupt, purify it. Where is it in error, direct it. Where in anything it is amiss, reform it. Where it is right, strengthen it. Where it is in want, provide for it. Where it is divided, reunite it. For the sake of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Savior. Amen. Ever-living God, whose will it is that all should come to you through your Son, Christ Jesus, inspire our witness to him, that all may know the power of his forgiveness and hope of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O God, you have made one blood all the peoples of the earth and sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold, pour out your Spirit upon all flesh, and hasten the coming of your kingdom through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life. But above all, for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves for your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever.